0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Glory Chapter 14, verses 25 to 33. Great crowds accompanied Jesus on his way, and he turned and spoke to them. If anyone comes to me without hating his father, mother, wife, children, brothers, sisters, yes, his own very life, he cannot be my disciple. Anyone who does not carry his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. And indeed, which of you here, intending to build a tower, would not first sit down and work out the cause to see if he had enough to complete it? Otherwise, if he laid a foundation and then found himself unable to complete the work, the onlookers would start making fun of him and saying, Here is someone who started to build and was unable to finish. Or again, what king marching to war against another would not first sit down and consider whether with 10,000 men he would stand up to the other who advanced against him with 20,000? If not then, while the other king was still a long way off, he would send envoys to sue for peace. So in the same way, None of you can be my disciple unless he gives up all his possessions. The Gospel of the Lord. We have taken the readings of this feast today of Saint Ignatius Loyola. This is an important feast an important congregation, the life of the church, and something in a way to say that saved the Catholic church. I am a Jesuit past people too, though I am a solution. I did my masters in a Jesuit college. This is a soldier becoming a general, the story of Ignatius Loyola. Born in the 15th century, he was a soldier in the noble Spanish family, and he wanted to become higher up, let's say, a general, but God had a different plan. God made him a general, but general of the society of Jesus, the congregation that will bring, and let us say, save the church in Europe. He was in the battlefield. It is said that fighting, he was badly injured. One leg very bad, the other leg was damaged and he was in the hospital bed lying. And of course, dreams of his war soldier life and that is what he wanted to read. In fact, he asked the hospital team to give him some books that he can read, stories of knights, soldiers, but there was nothing there. What was given to him was the life of Jesus and life of saints like Francis Assisi, Saint Dominic, etc. Having nothing else to do, he began to read. And it touched him. And Ignatius says, though it touched me occasionally, or better, I began to think of the pleasures of the world, marrying a beautiful lady, and having a life again, a noble. And that gave him an instant pleasure. But looking at, again, going back to the reading, life of Jesus and saints, it began to prick on him. And he said, if they can, why can't I? They are also ordinary men like me, and they made life different. Why can't I? And that was his turning point. And as he got well, it is said that he went to a monastery, a place, and surrendered his sword, which was sign of his victory and everything, and he himself and his royal garments gave to a soldier, to a beggar, and he spent his time. And of course, went to study and went to the University of Paris later, where he would meet friends like him. It would be Francis Xavier and another group that will will begin the church, the, the congregation called the Society of Jesus. Of course, then they were called the Company of Jesus. And six of them together began and by the 16th century, this congregation would far Areas and especially, and we know that is a very important time when the church also was in difficulty. The Protestant Reformation that came up and church almost divided, say in Europe, and it is then that God raised up this soldier to be a general in the congregation. And like soldier obedience, when, let's say, the Reformation turned against mostly the Holy Father and against the church, here were young men, our soldiers, committing in obedience, and as they say, there is nothing that a Jesuit cannot do. And they say, and in obedience, our soldiers, far from they were ready to go to any parts of the world to carry the message. Dear friend, this is a congregation that has brought higher education, best institutes in the world are always in their name, and the catechism, obedience, be it at level. We pray for them that they continue and to the the theme for the greater glory of God. What caused this great saint the turning point? Of course, there was a desire, but that broken leg on the bed reading that caused him a change and that was his beginning of conversion and his famous writing that he would do. The spiritual exercise of what we have today called the Ignatian's retreat. It is his experience of going through and many of us make that retreat, the Ignatian's retreat. Dear friends, what leads us to Christ? In fact, he has a wonderful saying, what am I, what have I done for Christ? What am I doing for Christ? What will I do for Christ? And that's a question each of us need to ask ourselves what have I done for Christ for all that he has done to me what am I doing for Christ and what will I do for Christ and ensure that happens when we keep God and all glory for him let that be our prayer as the readings of today says all for greater glory and Paul advising to the Corinthians both It is not enough that you see goodness only in the Jews, your fellow Jews, but also in the Gentiles. And that is when we truly become a Christian, to see God in every person. May that happen in us. And as the Gospel says, we give up everything for God, because that is the greatest glory that we can have. And when we give up that which we give up, God will reward in abundance. And here is a person who had a dream of a great world around, But today the world remembers him, not for his worldly achievements, but for a congregation and an obedience that he gave to the Lord. May we live for Christ, may we do something for Christ, and may our life be a glory given unto Christ. We pray for this grace as we take part in this Holy Eucharist, that we find him as the greatest glory and do all things for his greater glory.